0: Live one day, <laughs>
1: and then five minutes later.
0: Yeah, one day we'll be actual professionals and not do that that whole thing where we say we we talk about are we live or not yet. That is not today, <laughs> though.
2: I don't think that's ever gonna happen. That's to never gonna honest. happen. You're right. Oh wait, that's not. A...
0: <sighs> but we're back. Uh, Loose Cannon hey! is back with their like seventh episode. It's been almost a year now, and that's. You know, that's what it is.
2: Mm. (laughs) When was the first episode that we did?
0: It had to be like October, right? Yeah. Like early October?
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: Why does June feel accurate?
2: I don't think it was... Because
0: it was June. Was it June? It's June because the Loose Cannon birthday is June 2018.
2: That sounds... October sounds more correct, but no, it must have been before October.
0: That's that's.
2: I mean, it was before Forsaken, wasn't it?
0: We are. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We are bad. We are bad at this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean. We're good. It's just each each episode is is just extra special because you never know when the next one is going to be.
0: <laughs> it's it's like um it's like a Game of Thrones, book. Yeah. When's the next one coming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows how
2: how to build an audience
0: how <laughs> yeah. how to be consistent uh, All right. well cool this week for everyone uh tuning in, we are talking about the black armory uh kind of again'cause we we kind of gave a little bit of a speculation on our last episode months mm-hmm. ago um oh my god months ago um
2: yeah well it was it was we we talked about. We talked about the Black Armory just after the 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 first forge became available.
0: Mm.
2: And um so obviously at that point the Very Black Armory known. Yeah, the Black Armory papers weren't you couldn't get them in the game. Mhm. Um so there was a lot of kind of speculation. We didn't really know how the how th- this expansion was going to work. Um yeah, and a lot a lot has happened over the last over the last 2 three yeah two months
0: really mm. yeah yeah
2: absolutely
0: it, it really offered um the black armory like as a whole offered a lot in terms of the lore because it goes back so far we're actually seeing the golden age um this is what is this like the like third or fourth time that we've we've gotten a glimpse in the golden age we've gotten the um the jacob hardy eververse mm-hmm. set the um, Clovis Bray info during the Rise of Iron and mm-hmm. the Black Armory info now. Um, mm-hmm. This one is by far my favorite because it really showed how... It really painted the dark light on everything. Even the Golden Age. into Beginning in the Golden Age into the Dark Age through the Collapse. We've never had anything. Almost never had anything in the Collapse. There is that one card about how... Um, the moon ripped open during mm-hmm. the collapse and there was, like, the moon scientist who had a front-row seat to it happening. And mm. But that was just like, yeah, that was something that happened and we didn't really have any info on it. This yeah. this walked us through people surviving the collapse, which mm-hmm. is outstanding.
2: Yeah, this is really the the only... So we have some information from uh, Kids journal.
1: Yeah, you know, but... it's another.
2: Yeah, but that's very... Fragmented, mm-hmm. and it's it's you know some of the things that that Kate talks about in that in those entries are kind of you know it, it, because it's so fragmented it's hard to know how much we can trust that as a as a source you know he he jumps between as he's rec- as he's recalling all of these memories he's jumping between different points in time yeah whereas this you know a lot of, you know, like these entries were written and recorded while those things were taking place. You know, they're not like somebody now looking back and recounting what happened. It's somebody at the time recording what actually happened on a, on a, almost a, well, not a day by day basis, but you know, on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and really with Cade, he's an exo. he's, he's had his memory wiped. He's been revived as a guardian. There's so many like things where it becomes what really happened. Like, are you misremembering? Is this a dream? Is this just your mind kind of breaking? Like what, what, what is metaphorical? What is reality? You know, it's so much, so much of it is, is up in the air that like, it can't really be trusted while, while the black armory papers are very just, these are journal entries of someone who not only survived the collapse, but was preparing for it. Like they mm-hmm. were like something is gonna happen and yeah. we want to be ready for it.
1: Yeah. Right. So it's, it, it's like a it's like a good account of what was what was being witnessed at the time when all these first encounters were happening. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. I think that you, we talk, when we when we see a lot of entries from the golden age that they talk about how brilliant the time it was. Yeah, we we've touched before. I know so many people have touched before on the you know the fact that it, why would we build, why would humanity build this defense network like Rasputin? Why would there be such a sense of paranoia uh, during the golden age? And I think these the entries in the Black Armory Papers really capture that. Mm-hmm. You know, um,
0: the um, yeah. I think it was actually in the first one that they actually. Um, the, just to explain, the Black Armory Papers are the journal entries from Henriette Myron, who was the original founder of the Black Armory. Uh, and very early on in the entries, yeah, in the second entry, entry twenty-five, which is technically the twenty-fifth entry, but the the second one that we can obtain she she writes we are not alone with the traveler something else has been detected out there an anomaly of sorts i'm lucky to have friends in in informative places who tell me these things so basically there were people who are like something else is there and it was just kind of up in the air like like was it was it another traveler? Was it something dark? Was it another alien species that's like, hey, we see you have the traveler too. He visited us once before, or she visited us once before, and now we can all be friends. Like, what was it going to be? And it's it's better to be prepared. At least that's their that's their philosophy. It's better to be prepared for the the possibility that whatever is coming is not coming with good intents.
1: Yeah. yeah what strikes me about the papers is <clears throat> they were they were obviously uh, having a conversation with outside people to prepare for this but the black Armory so secretive uh in their preparation is still it was all like a y2k you know it's like we're preparing for the worst <laughs> yeah it's a hey we know something's happening uh you better get prepared by the way keep it a secret oh okay we're gonna start now you know i mean that's that's what I got. The feeling was when when I first saw the first two two papers.
0: Um, I mean, Y two K was actually an issue, but all right.
1: Yeah, and then nothing happened.
0: No, because they prepared.
1: Or did it? Yes. Just, or did it? Just you know, just or
0: to say that, like the the I'm glad, year... you, I'm
2: glad you said that. I'm really glad you said that because a lot of people talk about how it wasn't an issue. Yeah, they're like, oh, Y two K. Yeah, no, it wasn't yeah, an because, issue because it was because something so that could many be, people. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: for people who don't know yeah. it's because how computers logged dates they logged it with the last two digits of the year so y2k being the first time 00 was going to appear they weren't sure how the computers were going to handle that they were like oh fuck that's going to mess some things up which somehow got spun into your toaster is going to kill you
1: mm. right i yeah. remember the i remember the thought was is that it matched the um The what was it? The shutdown code in binary at one time, and so people were spreading the belief that Mm. once the date turns over on the internal clock in your computer, everything's just going (laughs) to disappear. Yeah, and so planes are going to fall out of the the sky. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think that the one of the
2: one of the things that a lot of people were worried about is that if you've got like a lookup table for like prices, what what should you be charging on this date, and then. It goes to zero zero. Is that going to be, if you have the nineteen hundred, the prices for your? I I, I think it's unlikely. (laughs) But if you have the prices for your products in nineteen hundred, is it suddenly going to start using nineteen hundred prices? I mean, I don't know. Companies spent a lot of money on making sure that
1: when when gas (laughs) prices went over uh, went over you know two dollars, all the gas pumps all the gas stations had to buy digital signs or upgrade their signs to accommodate the, <laughs> the bigger number yeah you know what's funny is be, uh, bef- at the end of Y2K I mean people were buying Hummers <laughs> they were making huge vehicles uh, people were buying just excessive crud you know all these yeah all these things were just you know coming out of the woodwork like oh who cares i are not gonna be here tomorrow anyway let's just buy whatever we can
2: hmm you know what's interesting? This is only slightly related. There was a snow there was a snowstorm in Ireland last year in like March and people bought so much bread. It's insane how much bread was bought. You need bread. Which isn't it's Well smell. you do need Well, but it's not. It's like a it's a it's a pretty perishable item. Like, you know, you sure. should be buying tins of things. Yeah, yeah. People people don't know how to prepare for a disaster. Yeah.
0: Tinned you need your bread and your milk and your eggs.
2: Yeah, the important things, you know, so we can last through this One weekend. Day. Yeah. I don't know. People people are crazy. Yeah. Anyway. It, it, uh, like that that Henriette was Myron
0: wasn't crazy. Well,
2: yeah, she wasn't crazy, but you know, there is this kind of um like a disaster preparedness that she's that she's talking about that's like It's reminiscent of some of the things that that have happened during our lifetime, but obviously to a much greater degree
0: Yeah So kind of actually skipping to the next uh, entry entry 37 So this is what what success looks like we three putting a stake in the ground for what we believe in some may disagree with what we're doing I don't care. We have to champion all that we hold dear who we are our values our our cultures all that we believe in as human beings. This is why we founded the Black Armory. So it's it's it, this is um Henriette Myron, um, Helga Rasmussen, and Yuki Sato. Sato is that how we pronounce it? Sato. I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure.
0: The three primary founders of the Black Armory, whose purpose was to craft weaponry capable of fighting um, against. Whatever whatever might come to us, in the case being the darkness, um, the black armory owes its continued success to them. I am in awe. Helga's formerly from Clovis Bray; she handles the business sides of things. Yuki's our resident engineer; handles the science and mechanics of it all. So it was kind of a real diverse family of of um, different capabilities.
1: mm Right. Yeah. Which is good that diversity always breeds creativity and, and uh, i mean it's been proven just it, it, everywhere in every aspect of life you know you have a nice diverse blend of, of, of types whether it be age where they come from their experiences and you seem to have much more product productivity within that environment mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's it's nice to see that that extends into this type of uh, canon yeah so there's something that that that
2: interests me and it's kind of about the the previous entry really but it, I guess it's it's related to the first kind of Five entries I suppose really mm-hmm. which is that you know one of the things we, we know that during the Golden Age people were there was this element of paranoia mm-hmm. but um We didn't know before now that there was something else that had been detected.
0: Yeah that we you know? knew about like,
2: it yeah so it's like, I guess up until this point, my my impression had always been, the arrival of the traveler made people think, well, if if this thing comes along and does all this good stuff, who's to say there isn't another thing that's going to come along and and do this bad stuff? Like we don't understand its motives, we don't understand, like is is this is this the only one? Mm-hmm. Um, but now, with this, with the first few entries, we have this increased insight. Which kind of shows that there was evidence that there was something else on its
1: way. Right before before that, it was just murmurs and other <laughs> other important leaders kind of spreading that information, just not in detail. Yeah, like when the speaker would would say certain things, we must be prepared, or when uh, you know Lakshmi would tell us there's a future where we need to be prepared. You know, things like that were all coming mm-hmm. second hand without really anything in lore. Yeah,
0: And you have to really think about it. During the Golden Age, um, or before the Golden Age, when the Traveler was discovered, uh, there was actually, like, people who were forming cults, like, saying, like, Mm -hmm. oh, the Traveler is, is such a good thing. So how do you handle, like, yeah, we got lucky with the Traveler. It was here for something good. How do you handle an anomaly being detected that you're unsure of? When the first time an anomaly was Found people are worshipping it Before it even yeah. got here people are worshipping right. it, So yeah. it's it's a very It's a very easy thing that could Like destabilize the country You can have people who are like I don't actually like the traveler I like whatever That thing I don't know is and it would just Start a civil war just right there Because something else is out there
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stark. That's the first one that comes to mind When I think mm-hmm. about past Past lore that was wasn't explored, like the different cults that existed in in the in in the grimoire
0: Well, I mean the um the traveler cults from the pre golden age. Hmm. The people who like so, uh, heard about it on the news, being seen at Jupiter or whatever, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's our new god." Oh
1: right. Yeah. Because right, we learned some of that from the Titan lore.
0: Yeah. The uh uh Kuaos heart. I yep. think it's a hunter yep. chest.
1: Yeah, when they're detecting the anomaly approaching and they're starting to... You can see how people are starting to, to, to group up.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that's kind of expected, you know, and that's pretty neat that they put that in there. It, it shows that the ...have a wide... Um, ...a wide view of what happens when any kind of uh, bigger threat you know is is it coming or something that's unknown you know it's neat that they they have picked up on all they're able to put that down mm-hmm. uh, as little as little things. <clears throat> yeah i don't know though do you, so do you think that that means so the question that that makes in my mind is do you think that that means that going forward these are hinting to um another group out there that maybe believes something else that we may encounter what do you mean well the, like for instance the vanguard in the tower and the you know our home base of operations is very rooted in you know protecting the city and, and this little huddle of masses and then, they, then you have the reef which was protecting their huddle of masses but do you think that there's another group somewhere out there that we have yet to encounter that believe
0: I mean we know there ideals. is yeah. right the uh the pacifists who are like out in the deep deep space Ephrodites. Eff- mm-hmm. efordeed group yeah
2: but it's hard to say if that if if there's any relation between that group and the information from i I guess I, mean, I just so mean, like, strictly <laughs>
0: speaking, there is another group out there that yeah. we yeah. don't have contact with.
2: But I think that, um, I don't know if, if the these entries necessarily suggest, you know, if you look at, at what happened to the, the, the people involved in the, well, I mean, we'll get to that, but, you know, the, the people involved mm. with the Black Armory had a pretty bad time. Mm. Um, and I, I don't, you know, it's, I don't think that there's any evidence that, any of that group went on to create any other groups, with one exception. They all died,
0: you know. So no.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I mean, I was, I was, I was kind of trying to avoid spoilers as we went through these, but well, that's mean, fine.
0: I mean, <laughs> like ex- except for eight one, yeah. or actually, even kind of technically eight to one, um, eight well, zero yeah. uh, mm-hmm. died. So, okay. Let's well, keep going. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, so let's keep it. Let's keep I, it moving, I wasn't yeah. trying
1: to pull us off. I wasn't trying to pull us off the track. I was more. I was more leading to a parallel. Like for instance, hmm. if you if you if you think about why the black armor was created, um, it was you know like a doomsday preparation. You know, hmm. uh, and, and and so they're here. They're very much a, a force aligned with us now, and they exist uh, within our our other alliance. As a, as a support group, so they're very much a part of it. And so, you have to ask yourself: when the Black Armory is created, it was created for a reason. And we we're still a little bit vague as to what that reason is. We just know it. We're we're lucky that it happened because look, we get to reap the rewards of what we have now. However, that makes me think parallel, and another uh, and another thought is well if that's happening and then this is the this is the our new reality what is you know on the way and should we should be you know should we be thinking about going forward because as we're going to read through the rest of these papers you're going to you know understand that what they encountered that wiped them all out um you know <laughs> is this going to happen a second time or are we, we going to be able to you know keep that from happening Mm-hmm. I I think
0: well I mean we'll get to it but I absolutely do think um, whatever came the first time is now coming back. Um, so to kind of skip ahead a little bit to um, entry fifty, that's just skipping over forty one. Uh, it starts to talk about how Helga brought up the uh, opportunity for the Black Armory to incorporate Exos into their um, into their like process. And obviously we have the Black Armory Exo 801. Um, Henriette was very against it. She she absolutely hates Exos. She considers them not human. They don't have a soul. They're nothing but experiments of human, humans playing God and thinks essentially what everyone thinks when you start really thinking about hyper-intelligent like AI robots. What happens if they decide they don't like us? How are we going to stop them from just killing us all? Um, I just feel for important reasons we should bring that that up and then also um important in this card is uh they mentioned titan now titan was introduced in destiny 2 Mm -hmm. and if you go if you actually go into titan and i think it's in the arcology if you hang out in the arcology sometimes you can get the uh the pa uh dialogue that mentions how um we don't know why the traveler left io but uh, we hope it'll come here next, and or something like that. Like something kind of like like don't worry, we're sure the traveler leaving Io isn't like a catastrophic event is about to happen. It's just it's it's a mysterious orb we don't fully understand. It's definitely fine. And
2: uh, I also got the impression from some of the some of the PA announcements on Titan is that people have kind of settled on Titan mm-hmm. with the expectation. That like, oh the the travel is gonna come at some point and make Titan yeah. fantastic place just like on the other planets. So we'll get a Titan first.
0: It's free real we'll
2: estate. Have, uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. They really did they really did build it up as this kind of almost like this cruise ship place. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, come to Titan where it's gonna be just all, you know, glitz and glamour. Yeah. Yeah, get
0: get here while it's cheap. As soon as the traveler comes here and makes the methane oceans soda, it's gonna be fantastic.
1: Right.
2: Mmm.
0: Like, just go swimming in some Coca Cola. <laughs> um.
1: So yeah. Um, sorry. Sorry. During, but you know, Slo- Sloan is standing there with her helmet. What? She's still there. Yeah, so. Oh. Yeah? She's still standing there in the open with her helmet off. Amidst an ocean of methane.
0: Ah.
2: Yeah. But I mean, uh, I don't
0: know. I mean, the Titans has got to do, right?
2: That, yeah. that, that's space magic. I don't know. Yeah. Space magic her like, so sense of smell away? She's, I mean. She's been on on, uh, on Titan for so long that...
0: Her, it has her, been, like, canonically, like, a year. Actually, it's yeah. been over a year now with the events yeah. of conversation, she, she can't smell anything anymore. Yeah, it's, fact, you get used to it. That's how she got this job. <laughs> that was, that yeah. was a weird place for Zavala to pick. Like, hey, follow me to the fart planet. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> wouldn't, the old fart planet. wouldn't methane oceans be like extremely dangerous for gunfire to be around am i am i <laughs> wrong do i not understand how things work that yes. sounds dangerous to me
1: yeah if you have an atmosphere that can support the combustion then yeah
0: mm. Right. either way we're getting off topic again
2: so it says on earth <laughs> methane is a flammable gas but titan mm-hmm. has no oxygen in its atmosphere that could support combustion
0: that but is awesome
2: yeah. Can you imagine but, I mean, if it
1: did though, and it just blew up one day?
2: But that that further emphasizes the point that Sloan shouldn't be able to take a helmet off.
1: Well, well, she's undead, I guess technically, so it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you could, we
1: still we still die.
0: I mean, humans terraformed Venus.
1: Don't you think it's funny we have these rebreathers, mm, the Hesperonauts these mask that can you know filter out sand and all this stuff, but then. Like we have vendors sitting there, just standing on planets with their helmets off. Like,
0: hey, what's going on, guys? I don't know. We'll we'll save we'll, well save the Titan talk for another day because that's weird. That okay,
1: <laughs> okay.
2: That, that needs its own episode.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
2: Although it feels like it's feel, like a kind of a MythBusters. We need to go to Titan.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need to go to Titan and see if we can blow anything up. It's exactly like Mythbusters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Titan, Helga brings up how Titan was planning an evacuation. And mm. then in the next set of entries, uh sixty seven, sixty eight, we learn that the Traveler is actually on the move again. It's leaving from Io, coming to Earth, and uh, Henriette is a little upset because she didn't take the news of Titan's evacuation seriously enough. It was clearly a sign that something um, was going to happen. And this is when they start really pushing for uh, Project Niobe, which, as we all know now, is shooting symbols on walls.
2: (laughs) 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 Wow. Yeah.
0: Uh, Just to, to... Uh, clarify that is just a joke project niobe is actually 801
2: yeah so it's it's this idea of having a a a kind of a living forge is Mm -hmm. that 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 was that was the hopes of
0: of project niobe to have have a forge or have a forge and something that can enhance the forge weapons even further Mm -hmm. Uh, that you can like have with you at all times because obviously forges are kind of big clunky they would need they would need transportation whereas an exo just walks with you Mm -hmm. and uh, in the same entry um, or in the same card entry 68 so immediately after entry 67 68 the traveler leaves 68 they're here they are here They are real. I can't believe we were so right and so wrong. To think that we could stop this, to say we were naive, would be an understatement. We didn't know their power, their strength. It's insurmountable. As they draw closer, all we can do is hide and hope that the facility doors will be strong enough. It's utter chaos out there. Too many put their faith in the traveler. I don't know what sort of answers people expect from a gigantic ball in the sky. It remains silent as always. At least I'm with her. Being with family is what matters in the end. There is no more hope. Only the screams of humanity. Th- that is huge for for like yeah. us, for for nerds like us. Like yeah, yeah. Actual collapse happening mm-hmm. right outside.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: And it's um, also pretty terrifying. Yeah. You know, like we, we, we kind of we'd. I know i i've i've heard different theories about what exactly happened during the collapse and you know um there's there's been a little bit of debate i guess around was there actually like an invading force or was it just some like um some kind of wall of darkness that, mm-hmm. that came but this actually right. sounds like there were an invading there was force, some yeah. yeah there was some some creatures you know <laughs> that doesn't go into um like, a huge amount of... T- well, there is more detail later on, but, you know, so there was definitely something there, um, which is also corroborated by some of the stuff in Cade's in journal. Now, Kate, obviously, again, Cade's journal is a bit more fragmented, but there are kind of illustrations in there that don't really match up with anything that we've seen.
0: It's kind of dark, shifty, demonic shape.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um immediately after sixty-seven, sixty-eight, we actually get 70, 71, 72, so we're missing 69, which is basically mm-hmm. um, basically just like, it's happening, I guess the, the, the <laughs> collapse um the fuck the, okay? the point sorry. that you were saying, <laughs> the theories um, it just completely derailed me cause I was like, oh god, I just like, I said that, um <laughs> the theories that you're talking about, like was the darkness of force and everything, that's actually canonical theories. That's that's like in in game in universe mm-hmm. theories because even the guardians don't know what happened during the collapse. And here we are getting these these journal entries from the black armory. Like, mm-hmm. does does Zavala know now? Do do, do the vanguard know? Like, did oh, yeah. did they Ada share see. this information with them, or is she like, mm-hmm, that's mine?
1: I don't That's think a good. A, I, don't, I don't think. I kind of believe that it's unavoidable. For when when new when new information comes out like that, I don't think that. I mean, think about the forge and and where it went, and all the enemies and who who all the other people who it encountered. I mean, I know that like maybe some of the stuff Ada told us at the end isn't you know common knowledge, but. You see that there's
2: there's an element though where like you know we've all read the books of sorrow, right?
0: But do the but books of that, sorrow exist?
2: Yeah, like. and there's that there's that there's that line in um, one of the strikes. Which one is it? About the the on the uh, the dam in the European dead zone, the reservoir. I can't remember. What's it called again? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> in that in that strike, at the end. Um, Ghost is like, oh, Akora mentioned something about the books of sorrow and yeah. that there are other had
0: sisters.
2: Yeah, no, and, no, I, and no. I know it's like, well, so what is the? Who has read the books of sorrow? Yeah,
1: <laughs> like we surely that should be
2: required one. reading for like, everybody. Should be like if you yeah. go to Guardian School, it's like okay,
1: right? Today we're studying books of sorrow. It means you didn't do the raid. <laughs>
0: like we know We know the books of sorrow exist But who read them we know the black o- We know the black armory papers exist But who yeah. read them but then there's also Like lore like uh, Volt said in the chat there's Also a part in the Marasena With the darkness mm-hmm. and the light Is the Marasena real Is that something that she wrote Down is that something that we've actually obtained Is yeah. Is that something that Anyone other than us has read Is it just dramatic irony that we know and they mm-hmm. don't know like what is the line being drawn here because like actually getting these like kind of facts getting these these insights into what happened would be vital information for many of the op- operations moving forward
2: yeah Yeah. right hmm. so yeah i guess we don't know if um
1: if, if the vanguard have read these
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: Okay. I, I just I, I feel sad that Saladin doesn't remember me being
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know, I wondered I wondered if that was a bug. Because you know there it was a there been. was a well there was a bug in um Leviathan. Uh the the second raid dungeon in Leviathan, the was it Spire of Stars? Spire of Stars
0: was that. the second one.
2: That was a second dungeon.
0: Eater of Worlds.
2: Eater of Worlds, yes. The Eater of
0: Worlds, yeah, it had a bug in its audio where no matter what, it wouldn't actually give you veteran dialogue, where if you've completed Leviathan, you're supposed to get dialogue of Callus saying, like, I know these guardians, let them pass, but no matter what, you get, I've not met these guardians yet, let's see what they can do, or whatever the hell it is. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah. So I I did wonder if maybe there's a similar bug with Saladin where... He's supposed to say Hello, Young Wolf, or something. I can't really do a Saladin impression. But I mean Cade,
0: Cade mentions how or Kade used to mention how Saladin still calls us Young Wolf or whatever mm-hmm. in the um yeah.
2: Well Shax Shock what does Shax say during the opening? He mission?
0: also called us Young Wolf.
2: Yeah. Saladin's so I feel Young this... Wolf. Like it's... it seems Yeah. I don't know. It just seems odd that they would they would miss that. But maybe but,
0: but they but the this is really off topic. I don't even know how we got here. But the the, <laughs> the, the point of contention was that the fact that they called uh, Saladin the last iron lord, which even if yeah. we are a new breed of iron lords, it's still accurate. He's the last iron lord because he was the one who survived, the one who carried on the torch. Like even if there's more now, he's still technically the last. Yeah. You know that's that's a title that he earned by not dying.
1: And he's also a forge. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> also,
0: yeah, I gotta I gotta call Bungie out because they made a joke about saying how Saladin was the first forge because his full name is Saladin Forge. That's mm-hmm. not accurate. Saladin Forge came in in the at least the Dark Age. The Black Armory oh. forges were in the Golden Age. D- do you not know your own timeline? What is going on here? Boom. I think shots. I think.
2: Yeah. Well, that that's a very good point. Unless, Saladin v- Forge was his name before he was like somehow he, he actually a, knew. Yeah, maybe like Anna Bray he was like wearing a name badge.
0: <laughs> he was just like a janitor.
1: <laughs> 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 he, he used to carry a mop, and now it's an axe. <laughs>
2: It's actually brilliant okay um, anyway <laughs> Black Armory. let's
0: stay on topic uh yeah. entry so then entry 70 71 72 kind of talks more about the collapse happening 71 specifically says last night we awoke in the middle of the night to the sound of something pounding on the walls it roared and stopped stomped and howled in frustration until it found the doors they didn't hold i never saw it we were too occupied blindly firing around a corner I just remember the smell of wet earth and the sound I've never heard before. Like a machine being stretched and then compressed. Uh, moving on. Helga died. And in entry 72, my daughter was injured during the attack. She's unconscious. I can't. Uh, so whatever whatever actually like came, whatever actually attacked, it was not messing around. It was there to, to do some damage. And it killed it killed Helga and uh the daughter was very badly hurt she's still alive but she's unconscious um the daughter being unnamed yeah unnamed she's unnamed at this I'll, at
2: this point the the daughter's
1: name hasn't been mentioned
0: yeah i'll just leave it i'll just leave it unnamed
1: but <laughs> so what do you think about the creature that attacked that smells like wet earth and sounds like a machine
2: well i mean it could be anything really. Like I, I mean, mm-hmm. we we don't know what anything in Destiny smells like. Although <laughs> saying that, you can buy destiny scented candles. So maybe you know what
1: I, I have to argue with you, um some some and yeah, maybe we don't know what smells smells like, but some exos can smell speed. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, but what does it well... smell like?
1: I it think the that... like, what was it 100 and 150
0: miles per hour I I swear to god there was there was concept art I might just be imagining it I don't know um I just yeah, have this yeah, like a... this image of this like very top heavy looming monster that's like covered in moss yeah, I don't know that, why that, that...
2: That is. That was some of the Hive concept art. Was it? Yeah, because uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, I think it's on ArtStation somewhere. I, I I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but yeah,
0: no 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 stressing it. I was, I'm just I just did a quick Google search for it. I didn't see it. I don't know. I just have this this image in my head that I yeah. attached that I've attached to Destiny somehow for whatever reason <laughs> of of this creature. <laughs> Like very top heavy, like very, um, like trap upside down trapezoid heavy on it, like very wide shoulders, kind of uh, small squat legs, though. Um, yeah. just covered in moss, and that kind of feels accurate for wet earth smell. Yeah, and then there's also the, the iconic frog, everyone mm-hmm. likes that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it.
1: Yeah, so that you know, that that's an that's an obvious jump to for a lot of people. When you when you start to hear about new things and they're being described, you you start to envision all the things you've seen, like in concept art and heard about. And so a lot of people kinda of go down that road. What is that? Yeah. Is it the big frog? Is it the big monster man with moss all over him? The swamp thing is basically what he looks like. He's a huge
2: I found something. Shall I post it in the Twitch chat or in this chat? Or?
1: Yeah,
0: let's post it in the Twitch chat. Okay. For people who are here live. Um,
2: so a lot yes, of these are... that's it. Yeah. That's it. I don't know if any of these are actually relevant or used, but this, this is Destiny concept art.
0: That's him. Mm-hmm. That's... That is when when I hear the smell of wet earth, and mm-hmm. that, that that's what I imagine banging on. Because you have to think about it; these these are like like eight foot doors, probably right, mm-hmm. like like industrial metal doors. And it couldn't get through the walls, but when it got to the door, it took them to, it took them out. It yeah. has to be something big and powerful, and that looks big and powerful.
2: Yeah,
0: like bigger than a minotaur, A standard minotaur.
2: Mm-hmm. I often forget how big some of the the enemies are in Destiny. You know, um, even standing next to like a, um, an acolyte.
1: Yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah, all yeah. even the small ones, even the thralls are are pretty large. By yeah, know, they're just hunched over. What's funny is uh, one of the one of the raid the one of the raid. Architects was talking about this on what was it the Bungie live stream where they were talking the The last wish rate he was describing why they make certain decisions Based around how large an enemy is because if you if you obviously scale everything up To Mm. match the bigness of the encounter. Well, then the center focus uh, Enemy that's in the room becomes much smaller to you. Mm. So to keep everything Feeling larger, they make the environment smaller, and mm-hmm. so like with the fight with Riven, he had to be, you know, almost to where he couldn't fit in the room.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like they would use if if to say that the mo- the moss creature was actually uh, the the creature of the darkness, the thing that would would return. Um, I feel like they would use that in the opposite way. They would make they would purposefully make it larger. And like larger than larger than the hive, larger than the Vex, larger than the Fallen and the Cabal, mm. so that when you do see it, it looks, it makes everyone else feel smaller. And mm. it's like, oh god, that's a real threat. Because, like, yeah, like that's that's their ground troops. Like, not mm. even their boss. That's yeah, you know.
2: But I mean, I remember, you know, with um, with the Taken King, you know. Bungie did a really good job of making the taken feel a lot more immediately. When you looked at them, you could tell that they were more dangerous than their non-taken equivalents. You know, yeah, because the
0: the captains just threw a blinding ball of death at you, (laughs) yeah, on repeat. But I
2: mean, the they didn't do that by making those enemies bigger. Mm. They did it by like you know they they had a really clear visual style for how. How they they tied all of the taken together, and it made them, you know, like they felt threatening. Um, Yeah. So I I don't, you know, I I expect that if we do see another race, Mm -hmm. there'll be some visual, whether it's by making them bigger or 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 maybe there's other some technique, other technique that they might. I would imagine multiple techniques. Yeah. Probably. Probably.
0: What if we could get, cause so far the only enemy that like really has any, um, change is the, um, is the Vex. You can shoot a Vex, mm-hmm. uh, hobgoblin or goblin head off. What if we actually got another enemy that you can, you can shoot parts off of? Like, mm. like if, if, if you could actually, let's like shoot off its head or it's, it's arms, you know, just like simple things, like not like its leg and now it's hopping or crawling around, but, like, just, like, mm. part of its method of attack. So, like, if it was the moss thing and it has, like, a very arm-based attack so you can shoot off its arms, but now mm. it's got a rushing attack. Like, it is entirely mm. about charging you. And yeah. so it becomes, like, don't don't shoot off the arms because then you're just going to mm. have him on you the entire yeah. time.
2: That's a good point about the Vex. They are the only the only ones, the only race at the moment that you can shoot and then they change behavior based on, on your actions. Well,
0: Hive change behavior. They, they get enraged.
2: Right, um, yeah, but they don't... They don't physically you know, like, change. It's it's almost as though, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a goblin with a head and a goblin without a head... Are uh, different. They're, they're almost yeah. completely different mm-hmm. um, Like enemies, yeah. really. Um... Whereas you don't really have that with, with anybody else. And that's a really cool little feature.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so this, this creature, we'll assume it is the moss man, uh, comes <laughs> creatures, they come, they just they just systematically like wipe out the human race, basically. That's what they're here for. They're here just to to kill us all. Hmm. And yeah. ultimately Based on everything that we understand, the reason that they didn't would be the traveler, right? It's the traveler pushed out its beam of light or whatever and it knocked everything back, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Right, it's interesting because that wasn't enough. So, let's say there were these, there was this wave
1: of creatures like a force push.
2: Well, let's say there's this armada of, of creatures that arrive in our mm-hmm. solar system and they start attacking everything and they're on Earth and they're, you know, just just attacking. The Traveler, you know, fires this beam of light, probably kind of similar to what we saw at the end of the, the Destiny 2 campaign. Mm-hmm. Um and pushes back the darkness and you know we have accounts of that from the the maris at least the the perspective of what happened out in the in the middle of space but it wasn't enough so that that pushed back this particular armada but it wasn't enough to stop the the fallen and the hive and the cabal and the vex well okay forget about the vex but the the three races that we hadn't seen in our system up until this point Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are accounts of things like the hive on the moon during the collapse.
1: Yeah. Do you so think what, they burrowed into the moon to protect themselves from that? I don't know. I mean, it's... Or I, those I just, were the ones that just survived, the ones that were already burrowed. I mean, my...
0: How does, how does the, the force of light only knock out those specific enemies then because basically what you're saying is that shouldn't it have killed literally everything including humans it feels like the traveler can can kind of designate Mm -hmm. what it was hitting Mm -hmm. it's like the moss creatures and that's actually a point I want to make the anomaly the actual anomaly that was out Mm -hmm. outside of earth got knocked back by the traveler's light so it never actually made it to earth were the mm-hmm. moss, were the moss creatures, and the anomaly separate forces that just happened at the same point,
1: or yeah. is it like darkness zone, or things that were previously touched or encountered by, or things that previously encountered or touched the light, were somehow immune to that force push? <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean, I, that you know, like like humans
2: want not I guess we don't know how blessed by the traveler individual humans were. My impression is that they they weren't really given any special
0: I mean, Henriette I here says how it's even even during the collapse, it's not doing anything. It's just being quiet. it's It's not mm-hmm. answering any calls. it's not actually helping anyone. and as as the um the story goes on, um, they leave the lab. And ultimately, all those creatures aren't there. But there's a new, a new evil that they have to face. So something happened before mm-hmm. the lab and after the lab. There's something like in that middle where all the creatures are gone. Mm. Yeah. Um. So, to continue, essentially, they're still in the lab at this point. Entries 92, 93, 94, 95. And ultimately what's happening is um, the daughter, uh, Henriette's daughter, is dying. The only way they can save her is for Yuki to take her consciousness and put it into an exo-frame. So... That's how we get A to one. It's it's Henriette's daughter, and Henriette is kind of racist against Exos in the beginning. <laughs> so, for her to do this, it's like very substantial. It's it's very mm-hmm. like this is the only way to save my daughter. I need to not be bigoted. I guess is the the best word for it. Mm. Um, and at the end of ninety five. I buried her remains this morning. Yuki and I had a short ceremony. No time to look back. We had to leave. So that's when they leave. That's that's right when they leave the labs, and it goes from ninety-five to one hundred. And um, they were they were hiding in the labs. They were hiding from from a creature that was like hunting them. And now the creatures are gone. Now, 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 there's just no more. They well, it says
2: it says uh, in entry ninety four. It says uh, we can't stay here. They're going to attack again, and this time we won't make it. So they they think. Well, I mean, you know, maybe the creature is still outside, or I don't know.
0: I mean, I just feel like it would be unavoidable if the creatures were still there. They at this point, yeah. in my opinion. They're they're paranoid. They're like it's going to attack again, and we're mm-hmm. not going to make it. But during that point, they were already gone. Mm. So they're 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 only paranoid because they feel like it's too quiet. It hasn't attacked yet. It's going to attack again though, so we need to leave before it attacks again. Because if if the creature was there, um. The, they they only seem to attack at night. That's one of their that's one of their like caveats. They only seem to attack at night. Mm-hmm. So they had to leave in the morning. Um
2: that would be an interesting. Imagine if there was a new a new um race and they only attacked when it was dark. That would be weird, wouldn't it?
0: That would be really weird because destiny doesn't really emphasize I know that it does have day night cycles but it yeah. doesn't really emphasize the day night cycle
2: you're right, but but I mean that could be obviously this is like massive speculation, but like it's
0: where it belongs
2: yeah i mean but but why couldn't they you know why couldn't they have a you know every every planet has a day night cycle as far as I'm aware um so yeah why not why not make use of that
0: because that would be a pain.
2: Is it? it would be a pain but maybe it would also be kind of I, I don't know like I remember playing um, like from the Taken King onwards there were certain areas where I was just like oh god I, I can't be bothered to play against the Taken they're so annoying mm. at times um,
0: and that's what I mean like at what point does it stop being cool and start being a pain like what if, what if people hate playing against them and mm-hmm. it's like every map at night time just gets mm-hmm. overrun by them and it's it's like you have games like, um, like Dying Light, where the zombies in the game like go nuts yeah. at night, and it's like when I used to play that, I'm like, well, I'm not fucking going out at night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not putting myself through that. That yeah. is horrible.
2: Yeah. Okay, so they are leaving the lab.
0: They they've left the lab. It's noon and the trucks are finally loaded. A late start. Dead crows on the ground this morning. A bad omen. Oh. Dead crows Good. on the ground. Nice. Um, mm. moving on. The exos have you know, I've, some.
2: I've just realized this is in the crows category and it really shouldn't be. <laughs> Ah, let
0: me just fix it. The Exo has so many questions for me. I have some for her too, but our current situation isn't the time or the place. We took fire on the road this afternoon. Fortunately, they were not as heavily armed as we were. My fears of putting weapons in the hands of everyone have come true. Humans just can't be trusted. We have the same enemies, you idiots. Even as the bones of civilization are picked clean, we continue to fight each other. So... Now the enemy very quickly shifted from these possibly mar- Moss men to humans. There there's this people who who see you. You have a truck. That's transportation. That's protection. We want that truck. We want you dead so we can take that truck. Civilization has effectively crumbled in what would feel like when did it start? Um sixty sixty eight is when the the collapse officially started, and we are here in entry one hundred if if she wrote an entry every day that's a month
2: yeah but it's not even it's not even an entry every day like th- these yeah. are there are several entries from the same day at some points mm-hmm. I, I think this is more like a matter of days
0: weeks and people have just crumbled to this mm-hmm and and especially because they mention how the moss creatures attack only at night, and they're so paranoid about it coming back, it feels like they might have had a week of safety. Then it discovers them. Then they had a couple days of silence where it was knocked out, mm-hmm. and so like this, this couldn't have been more than this. Absolutely, could not have been more than a month. My mm-hmm. bet would be somewhere between two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. What about you? what about you guys? What do you think? Like I would point? bet
2: I I agree that that's kind of like the max in my mind. I think this could be a week, maybe even a few days. Yeah. Like some of the some of the entries seem to, to almost follow on like as if she wrote one in the morning and one in the afternoon and one in the evening. Mhm. Which would mm-hmm. which would mean it's almost like, you know, like like the monsters attack, then you know, um my daughter's injured. That Doors must have been really close together. You know? So Yeah.
0: That couldn't that couldn't be you you don't wait two days to say, oh no, my daughter's injured, she's unconscious. Like you're not checking on your daughter?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're right. So
1: uh, I I I I, I feel as though this is this is over the course of a few days. Rhino? I was saying I'm getting a very I am legend vibe.
0: I love I am leg.
2: Is that, is that a different film? No. <laughs>
0: okay. It's just a meme. Mm. I, I really don't want to get off topic again, but okay. that I, film, that so film I, did, I do actually love that scene in the film where he's yelling at the mannequin. Like, mm. that is one of my favorite Will Smith scenes ever. Like, mm. in in everything he's ever been in that, like, I can watch that one over and over. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd like to read the book. I've, re- I've heard the book's very good. It was based on. Yeah, it was based on a book. Huh. But it's it's kind of it's similar in some respects, but not in others. Mm. That they took a lot of like liberties when. As they do. Mm-hmm.
0: So then, okay. moving on, uh, mm. we go from entry one hundred one to one hundred four. Um. Well, today was horrible. We had some downtime, so Yuki wanted to test the EXO's new functionality. This was the entire purpose of the EXO in the first place. Project Niobe. Helga's great experiment to make our weapons more deadly through a sort of on-the-spot phase transition of the guns. In other words, a walking, talking forge. Years ago... Now, see, this is the interesting thing. Years ago, it was just an idea. So that's saying years ago is entry, entry like, 25 so you mm-hmm. go from 25 to 20 to to 60 67 mm-hmm. and from 67 to 101 one hundred one.
2: Mhm. so even even if we did go with that that longer estimate of like a month or or even even like a couple of months mm. the spacing between entry numbers cannot be equal
0: no no they are it, very sporadic
1: yeah right
0: Sorry, I get distracted. Um, 105. Um, so. So well, even in
2: 104, um, yeah. th- I think this is this is Thank kind you. of the turning point. So we were sloppy. While the EXO practiced using her ability, we were ambushed by I don't even know what they were. They were definitely not regular humans. They had abilities that the rest of us don't. We took one down. We thought. But then his little red drone lit up and he was on his feet again. Which sounds like
0: So the... this is this is kind of a pivotal point. This is mm. this is pretty clearly the dark age. It's no longer the collapse. The collapse has ended yeah. because the traveler and that's 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 kind of what I'm saying. There's no longer moss creatures and there now <laughs> is risen. That was that was what the traveler did. In its dying breath, it released the ghosts. Blah blah blah. Made the risen, and risen didn't start out good.
2: Yeah, I mean, to right. to, to in their defense, the, you know, the at this point there's no vanguard and there's no framework. Yeah. So the, the the nibiru just said, why didn't the ghosts tell them to be good? And this is kind of you know uh, something that that I think is really really interesting and i'd love i'd love bungie to explore this even further mm-hmm. because you know the 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 warlords that, that that the risen became kind of if you imagine kind of like medieval europe where you have these lords that that take over the different areas of land and kings and mm-hmm. you know a lot of the things that they did were terrible well but barbaric. they, they yeah, barbaric. But they did a lot of the things that they did, with intent—the intention right. of protecting that, their people.
1: That's, that's the hardest thing for people to grasp when you're looking on past history: is that these people, like for instance, the Vikings and their culture and how they existed. You know, it's horrifying uh, compared to the way we live our sterile, mm. mushy body lives. You know, it, but at the time they were, it amidst a very violent mm. environment. Yeah. Do
0: you think it's in part because of the the world that they woke up to? They didn't just wake yeah. up. They didn't wake up to yeah. humanity is hiding in the city and they need your protection. These are aliens yeah. that are trying to kill them. They woke up to exactly. everyone is trying to kill you.
1: Yes. It's like Mad Definitely. Mad Max. You're like, what in the world do I do? I just have to get. I just yeah. have to survive. You, you
0: see, know, see that human? He's your see. enemy. You see that monster? Yeah. He's your enemy. Kill them all. Yeah. Like that's what they woke up to. Well, you,
1: yeah. You don't know, you know, and you can't trust anybody. Yeah. You're encountering.
2: And there's no, there's no framework in place either. You know, if you think about the, the era that our guardian was resurrected into, we have, you know, all our ghosts, our ghosts yeah let let's get you to the the city so you can find out what what it what it means to be a guardian there's there's no there's no place for for these for the the, uh, first of all there's no i i doubt many of the the warlords or the risen had had working jump ships at this point they have been thrown into the midst of of chaos
0: I guess I guess point. the the ultimate the ultimate um intention of a guardian the thing that would be like seated inside them would be to save humanity. Mm. Are people who are trying to kill you a part of said humanity then, you know?
2: Well, I think e- even if they are, you know, like even e- imagine you're resurrected and you live in this world that has just gone through An unbelievable change, and people are incredibly paranoid. Mm -hmm. They are going to treat you with the utmost suspicion. Mm -hmm. And even even if your goal is to protect these people, like if you look at Jaron Ward, right? When Jaron Ward arrived at uh, Palamon, now Jaron Ward is a good guy. You know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't go around killing a bunch of people. But he didn't need to kill um, the leader of the town. What's his name again?
0: Loken, Magistrate Loken. Yeah,
2: Magistrate Loken. He didn't need to kill Magistrate Loken, really. Like he didn't need to do it, but he made a judgment that this is the, in order to save the town, in order to free these people mm-hmm. from their corrupt leader, I am going to to kill that leader. Yeah, you know, because otherwise, like if he did...
0: otherwise, if he just took Magistrate Loken with them, like on a pilgrimage to the city. Mm-hmm. Any any misstep Jaren makes, Loken's gonna be like, "Can you mm-hmm. believe he just did that?" We're, yeah. we're following this guy. Are you serious? Right. And he's gonna yeah. he's gonna bring them back under him and betray mm-hmm. Jaren. He's gonna screw it.
2: Yeah, and now now that fa- now we don't know exactly when that took place, but but uh, we we can say for certain that the entries that we're reading about now yeah. were a lot earlier than that. Yeah. Like this because is immediately an- after the collapse and and I think you know that there's there's probably it's hard to imagine what what you would do if you were put into that situation but you'd probably think look there's a there's a group of people that I'm protecting and these guys have guns and I don't know if I can trust them so maybe I should shoot them and ask questions later so Mm -hmm. I can get back to protecting the people that I actually care about like Mm -hmm. the, the warlords were all about fiefdoms and and Taking care of of the people that that they wanted to take care of,
0: and right, like, like tribes, at at some point, without any like real moral touchstone, it's easy to lose yourself. People start looking yeah. at you like a god. You start looking mm-hmm. at yourself like a god. Mm-hmm. And when you see people with the power to kill a god, you're starting to get afraid because you're like, "Well, I don't want to die." Mm-hmm. At some point, at some point, it stops. Is it stops even being protect people and just protect yourself?
1: Yeah. That's what happened to Rezel I mean, he he got so infected by his own hubris and decided that he was doing. I mean, it, it, you you get these you get these abilities and these powers, and you're starting to realize that hey, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm much more than I am much more than everybody says I. Am. But at the same point, you get to an apathetic state where you're just you're just viewed as a god by your under people, so you take that for. And um, so you know you have to make a decision when you get that power. Do I do I want to see and ensure that humanity succeeds and goes forward in a in a peaceful way, or do I want to dominate everything that's around me and become greater? You know, Mm -hmm. so so a lot a lot of people have to make that that decision when they get powerful. I mean, for for the Iron Lord, uh, they had to fight the other warlords that were jockeying for that position Mm -hmm. of power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they they created the Iron Lords, you know?
2: Yeah. But I think that's a really good question. So thanks for, for asking that, uh, the Nibiru. It's a good one.
0: Um, so to kind of get back on track, essentially, the, the Risen that they're fighting killed a bunch of them, hurt Yuki, and now entry 105. We traveled all night to put as much distance between us and our attacker as possible. The EXO is carrying Yuki now. It's clear she doesn't have long. But so then now they're traveling at night. Like clearly yeah. the the creatures are no no longer there. Night would be the most dangerous time to make any any type of move. And they're just running from risen. I mean, it might have been like stay still and die or move and die. So they're like, we're gonna mm. die either way. But it just yeah. it, there's there is a direct absence of the creatures entirely. Um
1: yeah, that's pretty that's pretty spectacular when you think about it. Like what are these guys? Mm-hmm. And why can't they move during the daytime the daylight or whatever? Why why can they move?
0: Um moving on to entries 108, 109, 110. Um you know, the guardian finds them again eventually. Uh Yuki Lies and says that she has the Obsidian Accelerator and that it was in her backpack. Um, the Obsidian Accelerator is the, the thing that makes um, Ada so powerful. It makes her the the walking, talking forge. Uh, so she goes to the man. The man approached her cautiously as she quickly looked at me. That one last look, the same one that had calmed me down so many times. She reached for her backpack as the man drew near. The Exo grabbed me and gave me cover as the grenade exploded. shielding me from the flaming shrapnel. Then she helped me up and we ran. I looked back once. The man's red drone was shining its terrible light about the carnage looking for its master. He'll be up again. He knows what she can do. He'll be, he will be looking for us. Yuki, I'm so sorry. So Yuki ultimately just kills herself to, to give them more time to get away. It's not, it's not even effective to killing the, the, the risen as well. It's just we need more time to run. So I'm yeah, gonna die.
1: Replied, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and that's this. This is one of the most brutal stories that is, has ever been told in Destiny.
2: Yeah, it is, and it's interesting as well. Just to to go back to the point of view of the, the risen in there. You know, he's he might be threatening. I'm not saying he's a he's a nice guy, mm-hmm. um, but you know, like he he comes to them kind of saying. Look, I just, if you think of it from the perspective of somebody who wants to be able to protect others, mm-hmm. he's like, I need to be given a fighting chance because there are like, there are fallen coming or whatever else. Like, I i, I want to have better weapons to be able to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he doesn't know this group. This group is clearly also attacking him. they They, they did mm-hmm. kill him. His, yeah. his ghost just brought him back. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like they're saying, please stop killing us and just running. They're, they yeah. are fighting him back.
2: Yeah. Not that I'm defending him. Yeah. He's still a jerk.
0: I mean, you totally but... are.
2: Well, I, yeah, I kind of am. But you know what I mean.
0: All right. Wow, we've got a lot left. And we're coming close on the time.
2: We can do it. Twelve minutes. Yeah. Go. No, we cannot
1: do it. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> we can. We can. No, we can do it. I. I believe it. We could do it. We've. We've covered the. The gist and the meat. So yeah, now it's just about what happened at the end.
0: We're like literally halfway through.
2: <laughs> um, I mean. Where are we? Okay. Let's. Let's keep going. You're, you're, I think you're right. I don't think we're gonna get to the end.
0: We're halfway through, and I think this is a good point for us to kind of stop the Black Armory Papers talk.
2: All right. Okay.
0: So we can kind of just, like, wrap up where we are, and we can pick up on this. And um, can everyone do while we're here? um, Can everyone do February 3rd?
2: Uh, I think so. Yeah? I
1: don't don't see why not.
0: Awesome. Hopefully we'll have Guardian back then as well. So... We have ten minutes. Um, let's just kind of keep keep the conversation going um, about it, because uh, essentially what's happening is is the the remaining members of the Black Armory are doing everything they can to keep Ada One safe because she is, in their mind, vital to the survival of the human race. And when they see the Risen, he is one of the possible extinctions of the human race like kind of like mm-hmm. both sides fighting for the same thing not realizing
2: yeah right but i do think i do think we can cover the the other entries that are in entry there's not much more there but um entry 1110 uh, sorry entry 110 is kind of interesting okay 111 yeah. one,
0: one, 110 one, so,
2: she and i spent the night under the wing of a crashed jet I realize now as I write this that I haven't seen a a plane in the sky not once since we set out this is not the world I knew every time I look at her I'm thinking about it this is not the world I knew which is quite a sad I mean you know this is in all of these entries so far Henriette refers to the exo as The
0: Mm exo, never Um, as her daughter's name,
1: never as Ada One, not never even as as
2: my daughter. Yeah, you know. Um, Yeah,
1: there's no compassion mm -hmm. towards the exos,
2: and it's it's odd, you know. um, Was this? I mean,
0: was this the right thing to do?
2: Yeah. Now I I don't know how much exos were used during. There are a lot of Exos, right? Yeah. I mean, we we keep on meeting them. And I don't think any new Exos have been made since the Golden Age.
0: So we, we kind of glazed over it. Um, early on in the Black Armory's history, they were kind of starting to work with Clovis Bray. And it mm-hmm. insinuated that the Black Armory and Clovis Bray kind of had the same idea. Uh, both felt something was going to happen both felt they wanted to be ready Clovis Bray said let's create an army of exos so they can do our fighting for us Black Armory said let's create weapons so that we can fight fight fire with fire and Mm -hmm. um, so there was probably quite a few exos out there Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah I would agree that they they've stopped production because without Clovis Bray who's making the exos yeah hmm. i just it's it's clear that Henriette is very torn up about everything that's happening, like she lost her daughter, and in a moment of like grief, she made her daughter she gave the order to make her daughter an exO, and even now mm-hmm. she doesn't really look at the exO as her daughter she doesn't look at Ada one as as her daughter mm-hmm. um
1: yeah. She has yet to accept that.
0: Yeah, and it's it's kind of like, well, who did you do it for? Who who who? What was was making your daughter an EXO for you or for her? Hmm. Because with it, with with her, just kind of abandoning Ada, it 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 feels like it was just for her, and even now she's not happy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I I guess. You know there are a lot of there are a lot of parents i suspect who if their child was dying and there was some way to keep their consciousness alive mm-hmm. they would they would do anything to to achieve that, but there's something about exos that obviously you know i mean as you say maybe it is just kind of a, a it's, racism It's not your daughter thing. though well you're right it isn't it isn't and and this is the Exos are kind of strange. Yeah. In that like is is Kid 6 the same person? Well, was Kid 6 the same person he was before he was an Exo?
0: Even he even right. he as an Exo questions that. He he mm-hmm. in his in his like journal entries and everything, the um the, what was it letters from the Wild
2: mm-hmm.
0: that we used mm-hmm. to get. He would he would say like I don't I don't know what I was when I was human. Uh, one day after I, one day I woke up and I found this journal And I thought that sounded good And I just kind of went with it I don't know if Ace is real I don't know if anything yeah. I'm writing is real I just keep writing it Hoping mm-hmm. that no matter what happens to me in the future I won't become bad And it's yeah, like this, right. this grasping at humanity That an Exo has And do all Exos have that feeling? Like do they all feel like I'm not human but I want to be human And they, they all want to like grasp on to something that makes them human
1: well this has been a this has been a this has been a, a topic going going way back in the past into all kinds of sci-fi now where does where does the human human where does the human conscience actually lie within the, the mind or the body or the anima the spirit whatever you want to call it if you're if you're a risen guardian are you still of the framework and makeup that was you before you were risen and it's now it's just a matter of being a product of your environment. Are you still going to rise to those same decision-making sets that you had in your previous life? Or, Mm. or when you, you know, when you revive your, your child, uh, to say like, like for instance, in the horror flick pet cemetery, is that really your kid? Or is it just an unliving, uh, undead supernatural being that really doesn't care about anything, you know?
2: Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. these think, things have always been a mystery in sci-fi culture as to where where does that where does that part of you begin and where does the new part of you uh, end when when we when you're re- resurrected I think
0: yeah. um, a good a good kind of like example of this is that um, Netflix series I don't think it really took off altered carbon where they essentially have yeah. Oh, yeah. like good one. The yeah, fake yeah. human bodies and you can like upload your mind into them and everything mm-hmm. like in the begin, in like in like the first five or ten minutes of it there's like all the altered carbon the fake humans walking out of mm-hmm. the facility and there's this like older um i think it was like an older asian woman walking up to a f- to a, a mother and a father and she's like mom dad it's me and they're mm-hmm. looking at her like mm-hmm. What happened to our nine year old daughter? Why is why right, do we have this right. like sixty year old woman claiming mm-hmm. to be our daughter now? And it's like, it's not your daughter. Your daughter died and you're just not letting go.
1: Well, the the coolest part about that about that flick was the clones that were that were made of themselves that were living before the consciousness transferred over to those clone bodies. Those clone bodies were very much people before they before they got mm-hmm. their consciousness supplanted in them, and I never stuck with it.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying, a, like specifically the yeah, idea yeah. of transferring your daughter's consciousness into a foreign body—it's not your child anymore. You'll never look at it the same way.
1: You only watched that one scene, didn't you? Well, that's an uh, that's an outward appearance. <laughs> you got to think about what about the interior appearance too. Yeah. Like what what if you were? Okay, this is a sci-fi topic too. Like, what if you were made to be someone's body in the future, and you're out here living this entire life, and then one day somebody's gonna come in with a big, you know, claw. What is this House of the, of the Scorpion? Gr- yeah, yeah. It's gonna pick you up off of the ground. And it's gonna say, "Hey, it's time for you to be the new host body for this person who grew you." <laughs> so, so the- everything that one you of the things- in your life is gone.
2: If we if we think so, going back to Exos, right? <laughs> yeah. So, if you look at l- let's say uh, we talk about like transferring consciousness, but let's say they put something on your head, right, and it copies all your brain waves and puts it into a a robot body. Let's say they did that to um, Henriette's daughter and then somehow she has a miraculous recovery like did they did they pull the brain like when you copy your consciousness into an exo does it delete it from your brain i don't see why it would so if it doesn't delete it from your brain is there not still a person wandering around
0: i feel like it would have to have irreversible surgery surgery to transfer why why not
2: but w- w- Okay, no. <laughs> if you if you if you move a file from one if you move data from one place to it's, another, it's, right? Our brains then,
0: aren't computers, though they're organic.
2: Okay, but exo brains are computers. They're how not you, organic. How do
0: you copy over a human brain without? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah but so the, a, the, the, a, answer, the, the answer question, that's, that's the answer to that question
2: the answer to that question does yeah. not. However, however, you transfer thoughts out of a human brain into an electronic brain, no matter which way you do it, whether it's through surgery or whether it's through some I don't know some device connected to the brain, that doesn't necessarily mean that the brain is going to get erased in the process. That's not the way data transfer works anywhere. It has never worked that way. Now I understand, you know, an organic data store is not going to behave the same as a physical, mechanical data store but I don't see why the principles of data transfer would be any different just because you you take the data from one place and you put it somewhere else doesn't mean you lose the data at the original location which means I I can't think of a good scientific reason why when you create an exo version of someone the, the original physical person would disappear
0: I've I've actually thought very similar. I've I've thought about that about Cade like is mm. is there actually a human Cade? Could they have just copied like what if what if Exos aren't actually humanized are are just humanized robots? There's no actual like transfer of consciousness, there's just transfer mm. of memory.
2: Yeah. Like copy. And I think I don't see I don't see why that couldn't be the case. I could well,
1: yeah. I it's think just that, it's
0: it's starting to argue that, in like a really ser- uh, silly silly like oh well I think I think this this fake science is this and I think this fake science is this. It's like, right. well we don't really right. know, in do the, we?
1: In the world of in the world of sci-fi, they always say that. Well, you know, like their explanation is always that once the final node of anima is transferred into the next Post body or whatever it is in the in the book that you're reading, it, it once that final node happens, the other one is just unstable and, and just dissipates or deletes itself or it's no longer because the mysterious element that creates life and creates yours you know your anima uh it, once that is gone the essence of you is gone the previous host body is just it's un, it's, it's no more like whatever i mean i you was, I, yeah. I agree but only if only if
2: as as bibletron says only if it's a cut and paste and not a copy and paste, mm.
0: right?
2: Like, and I don't see why it would be a cut and paste. Like, why?
1: Why? That's not how did you, when well, you transfer. We exo, well, we one, one way before, to. But they weren't. They weren't as human as the actual hu- human. That right. Now
2: on. Right. Way. But we we don't know. Here's here's one possibility, and obviously this is speculation because we we oh. don't have a, a clue about any of this. But let's say, kid. The original guy who, who was Cade before he was an EXO was in debt to Clovis Bray. And Clovis mm-hmm. Bray says, I want your brainwaves, right? Mm-hmm. And that is how you will pay your debt. So Cade says, all right, okay. So they take his brainwaves and they make an EXO. And the regular Cades, the, the human Cade's debts are paid. And he's like, cool. I'm gonna go back to my son Ace and live the rest of my life. Now that I'm out of debt, maybe maybe I'll take up gambling again. And the the exo kid doesn't have any idea that the human kid no longer exists. The the
0: question he, he is, he thinks
2: he thinks he is the original kid, but he's turned into a robot. The
0: the question is, are exos Destiny's version of Cybermen from Doctor Who, in which case? The human is consumed. I'm, no, no, I'm not making a joke. I'm like serious. Yeah, the human no, I know, but that, that, that's the
2: most yeah. worrying part of this. Yeah, continue. Is, is the yeah. human
0: body consumed to make the Exo yeah. mind? That, also, that's that's, that's the are, question.
2: Are servitors Daleks? Oh my goodness. Are Vex Daleks? Maybe. What if K? That's a good point, actually. Mm. Yeah, Vex are more like Daleks than servitors.
0: <laughs> Servitors are like fat cats.
1: What if with was who actually would you, handle? Who would the Blorgons be? The what?
2: Mm,
1: Blorgons? Blorgons. Blorg. Yeah. I don't know where we're
2: going. I
0: don't, don't. I thought
2: you would oh, get that oh, reference.
0: I got it. I just don't oh, appreciate the crossing of streams.
2: I mean, it, it's not really. We've
1: crossed so many streams. It's too late. You're too late. Wait, I got one for you. I got one for you. This is a this is a science, theoretical scientific experiment that happens now still. And one of the things was if you if if let, okay, you're sitting in your chair Anon, and mm-hmm. you're sitting in your chair Baxter, and then mm, I am. we start and then we start transferring Anon cells to you and your cells to Anon one by one until okay. eventually we are at a halfway point mm-hmm. at which point does anon become you and you become anon is it at 100% 50% or at one i think that is a very good philosophical question
2: but i i don't think you say like okay if we if we take that that question and we apply it to exos if you take a if you take a human if you take a human and you replace a human's one of a human's neurons with an, an electronic neuron right you would still say that it was the same brain and you can keep on doing that until the whole brain has been com- consumed and it's all an electronic brain in which case it's still the same brain it's just now that it's electronic but that isn't how exos work we don't we don't transfer we don't turn one of those neurons into an electronic neuron. There is a separate machine that a, that a human's consciousness is transferred into. It's not like exos have a human brain inside them. Or, or it's not even like we take a, a human brain and we turn all the neurons into electrons. At least that's my understanding of how exos work.
0: All, all I know is that John dies at the end and we are at the end of our time.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor John. Yeah,
0: that book was full. That book was full of spiders. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> Does anyone have any closing statements they'd like to make on Black <sighs> Armory just, the, or EXO since that's where we got? <laughs>
2: there's some there's some good discussion in the chat, but I, I feel as though my br- my brain is fried. I feel like I need an EXO brain yeah. to take over from my human brain.
0: Uh, To answer Bibltron's question, what Anon, what was that in just a bunch of, of words, uh, letters, uh, tweet about yesterday? That tweet was important, and I don't think anyone solved it. Everyone's saying they, they have, but I don't think anyone has. Um, anything else, guys? You good? We good? I'm good. All right. Our next show, hopefully with Guardian, will be on February 3rd at the same time. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at Loose Cannon Show. Loose Cannon with one N. Show. Or two N's, but C-A-N-O-N.
2: Yeah. No, no adjacent N's.
0: Yeah. Justin with an O. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright.
1: Bye. Cool.
2: Bye everyone. Bye. Thanks.
1: How do we uh... stop this?